Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal, and we are live from our beautiful condo in Panama. <sighs> it's happening. It's on. We did it. Uh, this week, we got our temporary Panamanian IDs. Uh, we are working on getting a multi-use visa so that we can exit the country during the six months that it will take to really process our paperwork here. But it's happening. It's on. Now I need to notify my bank that I'm in another country because they've locked me out of my accounts temporarily because they're like, this is suspicious. And I'm like, no, this is choice. <laughs> So anyway, hi, everybody. I called today's show uh, Choosing from the Energy 101 because I haven't necessarily had a lot of questions about this, but when people ask me questions about how to choose, what we start to look at is how to get access to what you know about what your choice will create. So I, hi, guys. Hi, Lene. Hi, Nina. Hi, Parisa. Hi, Amanda. Um, Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. Yesterday was my birthday and it was awesome. So, so this show's gonna be a bit of stories, a couple of stories that I have to tell you to illustrate my point and also just a little bit of an education on like what is choosing from the energy? Like, what do you need to be aware of? What do you need to be practicing? Did you ever get this education? And if you didn't, what else is possible, okay? So I'll start with this story. Um, this is really how this topic came up is Andres and I were, hi guys, um, taking a walk across the street from our condo building is this really incredible walkway that goes along the ocean. So we were walking there we typically walk there every morning ish. And um, so he, I forgot how we got onto this topic, but we were talking about uh, whether or not he wanted to be included in the next uh, round of Salon de la Consciousness, which happens to be starting tomorrow. We're gonna, we always study books in this salon. So we have a weekly call. Um, but it turns into a lot of facilitation around people's questions. It's just really incredible. And so he was looking at whether or not he wanted to be a part of it. And I think maybe I asked him anyway, his next question to me about the salon is, well, is it going to be about money? Now, I, I can't hide expressions from my face. So I think I looked at him with a very quizzical look on my face, like what isn't about money was what my face said. Uh, but He's like, because if it's not about money or business right now, I think I really should probably keep my focus there. Now, he is really actively going after a different reality with money. He's actively always looking at what he can contribute more to our lives with money. So for him, this is a top priority. And so I got I got where he was coming from with the question. But I'll tell you why those conversations fire me up a little bit, because the one thing you are negating with any conclusion you come to about anything is you. You are negating your awareness of what a choice will create for you when you come to a conclusion. And I see people do this a lot with classes because there was actually another thing that occurred around the similar topic, like two days later, um, another one of the ladies that we met was, uh, I was talking about how we're going to go to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico in September, and there's a choice of possibilities class and a facilitators class, and I'm taking both of them. And part of what I assume when people have taken any access consciousness classes is that they kind of get the next steps, the choices that you have for next steps. Well, that's incorrect. Most people don't know what they have as choices. So she had taken foundation 
but she had already decided, and I do use the word decided, that she was going to take a body class because she really likes bodies. Now, with both Andres and this other lady, neither one of those scenarios are wrong. In fact, they're both looking at this incredible thing that they want to generate in their life, thinking that they know the best pathway to take to have that thing. Here's why that fires me up. That may not be the best pathway. It's definitely the most logical pathway. It seems to be on the surface of it, the best, most correct thing to choose. But is it the choice that they could make next that will actually get them to where they want to go faster? Well, we don't know because we haven't looked at the energy of all the different choices that they have available and looked at what will my life be like if I choose this one? What will my life be like if I choose this one? We haven't even stopped to look at the energy. So after I got, I had that little, uh, that'll happen for me. I'll get these little fired up moments and then I'll look at, wait, this is coming up everywhere right now. And actually it's come up way more than that, especially since I've moved here. And I think what I'm discovering is that there's, well, every culture is different, right? But in Latin American culture in particular, you are definitely 1000% not shown to look at the energy of a choice. You're, you're definitely taught to look at what the right choice is. And it's, it seems more exaggerated here than where I came from, where, I don't know, American culture is very like, it's very cowboy. So it's like, we just kind of go off the cuff and yeah, it feels good and I like it, let's do it. Other cultures are different, right? So in Latin American culture, people consult their friends and they talk to people and are you sure about this? And what do you think about this, right? It's a very uh, more have a hive sort of culture. So, so I've gotten to see more of it here. So here's what, here's, that's no exaggeration. Okay, cool. Amanda's from Mexico. She's confirming. <laughs> so as an American, yes, I'm American. I was living in Canada for 12 years, but I'm an American. As an American living in Latin America, I'm kind of going, my mouth is kind of flapping open going, you're what with your choices? Because what I want people to have access to, and listen, Latin America's in for a whole other reality, people. I want to give people access to the possibility of choosing from what you know, rather than choosing from what's going to be approved of, or choosing from what people are going to like, or choosing what's not going to rock the boat, or choosing what's logical. Why? Why the fuck would I want to create a reality that's beyond any of those things? Because what you know will lead you somewhere that no one could have ever predicted for you. And it will be more magical and more amazing. And it will be, how does it get better than this in person, in personification? And for me, that's what I want to have as my reality. That's how I live. I apply that question. What will my life be like in five years for every fucking thing that I choose? Because I want the reality that nobody else can give me except what I'm aware of. Nobody else can deliver that reality to me except for the universe. So let's dive into some of the things that you just need to know. And then I'm going to give you some questions you can start to ask yourself for every single choice and some tools you can start to action now, okay? Here's a little bit of education you never, never given. And by the way, this is gonna be on a blog on my website so you can access it anytime, okay? How do you get access to the magical life? And I'm reading what I wrote, because I like, I think it's so brilliant. Sometimes I write things and it's channeled. This is one of those. How do you get access to the magical life where everything shows up as if by magic and ease and joy and glory are yours? How do you exit the reality of rightness and judgment and competition and gain access to the kingdom of total awareness and freedom 
where you truly get to be? What does it take for ease with all choice, including the ones everyone tells you should be hard? For example, like us leaving Canada and, and letting Luna have her families there and us be her family here, what does it take to have ease with choices like that? Where does true happiness lie? In the rightness that everyone tells you is required? Like, so to choose, you should have logic, it should line up, it should definitely have the same title as the thing that you are pursuing. Or in a universe of your own choosing where all choices are subject to the awareness you have of the future they will create. Everything we were taught about choice came from the world of rightness. Choose the things that make you a good person, a righteous person, a pious person, a person in line with their religion of choice, family of choice, culture of choice, and society of birth. Simply stated, we were taught to judge whether a choice was right or wrong, whether or not it fit with the people around us, the things we were told were the most important things to not lose, that we could lose, should we choose incorrectly. As we got older, many of us used the resistance needed to exit our family culture and began creating our own culture, developing a muscle of choosing based on preference. And this choice felt better than that one. Or, and for a while, many of us, preference became our favorite tool for choice. And then some of us got here to access consciousness where choice was spoken about on all fronts and for things we didn't even know choice could apply, like ease, money, being. The question of what will my life be like in five years if I choose this was introduced and a whole different universe was born. Choosing from the awareness of what a choice will create is not only new, it's completely other. It's an invitation to conscious creation of living that simply doesn't exist in the world. There is no education anywhere that any of us received that prepared us for it. And it is a holy self-education process that can only be learned while living. Choice creates awareness. Without it, no awareness comes. And with more choice comes more of a working knowledge of how it works for you and how you can better choose to create even greater futures than you thought were possible. So in living, you will constantly be faced with choices that you don't know about in regards to whether or not they're right or wrong. You're constantly faced with those. In this reality, that's an invitation to go immediately to doubt or stress or worry or trying to find out stuff from your friends in an effort to obtain enough logic to justify a particular choice. The only choices you have in that structure are like phone a friend or get some more clues or choose blindly and risk your prize. The truth is that you can know if a choice will create more, not how it will create more, but that it will create more. And you can trust yourself to know a point of view that in this reality is considered blasphemous. And so most of us give up trusting ourselves in favor of making choices that we know other people will like or won't be threatened by. We give up the choices that would truly create something greater in favor of comfort and not rocking the boat. In actuality, we give up being ourselves, knowing, being, perceiving, receiving, and having the reality and living that only we can have 
that we won't have because we make the risk of losing so much more real. The thing you have to ask yourself is, what's the world you want to start to create for yourself? Will you have the world where everyone else's feelings about your choices are the thing that's most valuable to you? Or will you start to choose to have what's going to create more, whether anyone around you likes it or not? What's the reality that's going to include you and allow you to be you? And is that a world you're interested in having? So after these two stories, I realized that's the world I'm creating. Who knew? So here's the thing. You have to educate yourself. If that's a world you want to have for yourself, you have to educate yourself on choosing from energy. Now, the first thing I want to say about this that I didn't write in the blog that probably should go in there is you are going to fuck this up. You're going to fuck this up from your point of view. And you will. You'll, you'll not listen to yourself. You'll choose things without asking any questions. You'll um, choose things that don't create more and find out after. Choice will create awareness 100% of the time. So you are going to fuck this up. You, you got to be willing to fuck this up, right? You also got to get that every choice just creates something and you have a new one in every 10 seconds. So if you fucked it up in the last 10 seconds, you have a new choice in the next 10 seconds. And honestly, it's every microsecond, but let's say 10 seconds just to be cheeky, right? So, but you have to educate yourself on how your awareness can work. And the only way to do that, guys, is by starting to play with this in a different way. It's by starting to get that when you have something in front of you, like let's say a series of classes that you could take. Let's say you've taken foundation and you have a series of classes in front of you. You've got a body, three-day body class. You've got the energetic synthesis of being with Dane here. And you've got the choice of possibilities. Let's just keep it to that example right now, right? There's so many other examples. but So you got three choices in front of you or no class, four choices or whatever else you want to add, but let's just make it four choices for fun. What, it, what would it create if you like listed those four choices? You gave yourself two columns. One was, what will my life, will, let's see, two columns. Life will be greater in five years if I choose this, yes. Life will be less in five years if I choose this, no. And then you took your brain offline and you looked at your four choices and you're like, you just chose the column that matched the energy of each of those choices. What would you discover? I wonder what you would discover. What I have discovered so many goddamn times is that the choice that makes zero sense, zero logic, is the choice usually that creates more. Like it may be for my sweet friend that a three-day body class is the choice that will create a greater future in five years. And I'm not even like, I'm not debating that. This is, I'm just more using it as an example because the other thing is that you never make a mistake. So there's this other thing. So what, whatever she chooses is gonna be correct for her. But it could be that choice of possibilities would create more for her, but it doesn't match what she thinks it should be. And she'll negate the choice that creates a greater future for her in five years based on her conclusion that this one matches logically what she thinks. And so she'll have the future that that creates and then go from there. And maybe that choice extends her greater future for 10 years. I'm exaggerating because I have no idea. This is all just like theoretical at this point. But it's like every choice will create what it creates. And when I really started to look at that, I was like, the first thing I realized, and I think I've told the story on another call, was like where this really came to light for me is that I realized that 
I wasn't asking about my choices. <laughs> That was my first realization. I was hanging out a lot with my friend Stephanie Richardson at the time. And we were, well, we were hanging out a lot. So we always had things that we could choose, you know, where to eat, where to go, what to do for the day and what we could create that day. And so we'd have some choices in front of us and she'd go, well, I don't know which one will create more. And she kept, she kept doing that for these different sets of choices we would have. Well, I don't know, where should we, where should we go for dinner tonight? We could go here and we could go here. And she's like, well, which one would create more? Not, What's the food we would prefer to have? Not like what would be, not even what would be fun. It was just like, well, which one would create a greater future? And I was like, I never asked that question for these kind of choices. I just go with preference, you know? And as she kept showing me, asking that for just these basic, basic choices, we would choose based on what would create more and go to that place for dinner. And we'd run into the craziest people and have the most interesting conversations. And like the stuff that would show up or we'd get this, and we'd have this incredible service and this body nurturing food. Um, I mean, and that's just like a small snippet of what it was like, but it was like, wow, like that asking that question opened us up to things that we never would have had access to if we didn't ask it. So I made a commitment. I think that was like three or four years ago at that point to like always ask after that. Well, I don't know what choice would create a greater future in five years. So I cannot tell you how much we've used that in the last three to five months. And I think I've actually even heard Andres talking about it now to people. He's like, you know, Crystal doesn't just do these tools. She lives them, which yes. And you don't really realize you're doing that until you hear somebody else talking about it. But I was like, but how can you not? Because the number of choices that we are faced with on a day to day basis right now is pretty staggering. And so it would be there's a lot of room in our lives right now to go to a lot of stress and doubt and worry and thinking. But instead of doing that, we'll have a set of choices in front of us. And I'm like, okay, well, what will our life be like in five years with this one? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. What will our life be like in five years with this one? Yes or no? No. Okay. Off the table. What will our life be like in five years with this one? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So of the two yeses, is there one that's greater? And that's how we choose. And it just, it like eliminates thinking and allows us to have ease with choosing. So you got to get a few things. You got to get one or number one that you do perceive energy, whether you know how that shows up for you or not. Okay. You just have to kind of take some of this and go, do I perceive energy? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. Universe, show me how that works for me is a great question to ask. Okay. But you got to get that you do perceive energy. You got to get that you can know if something will create more or less. And most of the time you do know and ignore it, or you do know and you choose it, but you can know that, okay? And number three, you do have the power to choose or not choose whatever is going to create more, even if it's not the funnest thing in the world. You do have that power. Now, I do realize this is a very broad conversation and it will put you into all kinds of different situations with your family, with the people around you, with yourself. You know, I get it. So first questions to really ask yourself is like, are you willing to start to know? If you're not, what would it take to be willing? Are you willing to be whatever is required with your choices? If you're not, what would it take to be willing? Are you willing to perceive the space or contraction of a choice? 
So I got an email today from someone who said, oh, I've been trying to resist joining the salon, which starts tomorrow, by the way, if you want the link. She's like, but the more I resisted it, the heavier it got. And I finally, like, I'm in. Can you send me the link? And I'm like, absolutely. You always know. So are you willing to perceive the space or a contraction of a choice? I will, and four, are you willing to receive all the possibilities? Because what I'm, what I'm talking about here in this brief, brief, brief 101 education on choosing from the energy is that what we're, what we're really talking about is a reality where you're choosing and allowing the universe to contribute to a greater reality for you in a way that you can't control or define. Uh, that's very different. That's a very, very, very different choice. It's not the popular choice. It's not the choice that the main media is talking about, right? Like this is the choice for the different, but how different are you? And what would it take to be willing to have your different reality? Okay. So true ease and joy and glory come from asking and receiving the gifts that the universe has for you. They don't come from figuring things out or making the right choice or asking all your friends about it or, or second guessing yourself. That's not where ease, joy and glory live. True ease, joy, and glory come from like asking and receiving the gifts the universe has for you in ways that you've never considered. It's surrendering your good ideas to the fire of awareness. It's like, oh, this is such a good idea. Okay, cool. Well, what will my life be like in five years? I'll give you another example. Today, um, we are having a, a big event here in Panama at the end of the month. And it's going to be a bars exchange and an intro class. And um, we're going to give an introduction to bars. So this cool event where you can bring new people or you can come yourself. Now we were choosing, there's a lot of choices that go into creating event. One of the choices we had was price. And I see that I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and I see a lot of entrepreneurs go into a lot of thinking around pricing something. What's the right price? What will the market sustain? What's going to, what are people going to be willing to pay? Um, I can't charge that because I shouldn't charge that because I mean, the amount of head tripping that goes on for choosing a price is like staggering. Maybe you guys can relate. And was there this morning. I wasn't in the head tripping, but I was at the point where we needed to choose something here in regards to price. What I was really aware of is I, I really wanted to make this a free event and just like pay over a thousand dollars and just introduce everybody to me and bars. And that's really like from the generosity of spirit in my world. I'm like, yes, let's just do this. I'll do it. What I was aware of and what I asked was, can people receive it if they don't pay for it? And it was like, no. Okay, cool. Time to charge. Cool. What can I charge that will create a greater future? And this is where I started to ping things. This is another way that you can choose from the energy. You ping things. So this is where we start to get into the light and heavy of something. When something kind of pings and it goes, that's light. When something pings and it just goes thud, you know, that's heavy. Okay, so I started pinging prices. Well, $50 create a greater future, yes or no, no. Okay, 60, yes or no, no. 70, yes or no, no. 80, yes or no, mm. 85, ooh, started to do a thing. So what I discovered was that between $85 and $140, there was a space for choice, the choice of possibilities. I was like, okay, so 85, 95, 100. This is where I start just putting numbers out there to see what they do energetically. And I was like, 85 had a, had a thing to it. So we chose it. And that's how we chose what to charge. 
Now, here's what's interesting about choosing. So I presented what we're going to charge to the team that's creating with us, and all these points of view came up. So that's what's going to happen when you choose. You're going to choose something, and all these points of view are going to come up. In your own world, in other people's worlds, there's going to be all this stuff. Now, what you have to be willing to know is that nothing is yours. All these points of view are going to come up to change. And what I got that we could create with all of that is I could get the team together and just get everybody together and go, okay, cool. What is everybody's points of view about the price? And just start clearing them. And that's what you can do with your points of view. Every point of view that comes up, right? Wrong, good, bad, pot, buck, all nine shorts, poison, beyonds, everything that is, right? Wrong, good, bad, pot, buck, all nine shorts, poison, beyonds, and everything that is. Um, I had another thing come up today where I realized that before I call this person or this organization that I need to puck and pot all my points of view because I had a lot of shit come up. So what do you do when shit comes up? Do you assume that it means something? Do you assume that it means you've made the wrong choice? Are you looking for the choice that's going to make you feel comfortable? And are you using that as lightness? Choices that create more are not necessarily comfortable. In fact, most of the time they're not comfortable. In fact, I really, what I really wanted to charge for this event and what I, what I have to charge to create a greater future, and I'm putting have to in air quotes because I don't have to create a greater future. I can do what I want. They're, they're two different numbers. So I'm either going to be owned by my awareness of what's going to create a greater future and surrender my own feelings to it, or I'm going to, I'm going to be owned by my feelings and sacrifice a greater future. Now in my world, that's unacceptable. So we're going with the greater future choice and we're going to instead pock and pot all the points of view. This is how you can apply it to your life. Okay, so starting to choose from the energy has three primary things to it, okay? Number one, recognize that all choices create something. That's the simplicity of it. All choices create something, okay? Number two, Recognize that every choice you make is only good for 10 seconds and you can always make another one. That's really important because that's like, be willing to fuck it up. You can always make another choice. Number three, begin to wonder if you're willing to know the future of the choices that you make. Are you willing to know the future? Are you willing to be owned by what you're aware of as a future? Okay, so for every choice, you can ask one of three questions, all right? This will be in the blog, too, so if you need it written, it's going to be there for you. Number one, ask, will this choice create a greater future, yes or no? Now, if you can't get access to your yes or no with ease, I have some tools at the end of this, okay? So first, ask, will this one create a greater future, yes or no? You can also ask, if I choose this, will it be rewarding, yes or no? Number third question you can also ask, is if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years, yes or no? And I realize that that question isn't a yes or no question, but you use it as a yes or no question. The fourth question you can ask is, would an infinite being truly choose this, yes or no? Now that's going to be the first chapter in the 10 keys to total freedom that we go through and start to study in the salon starting tomorrow. You're invited. Um, but I'm writing this down for myself. But what we're doing with this whole conversation is we're educating ourselves on being an infinite being. Infinite beings don't choose from thinking. They choose from energy. So there's a real education we require about choosing from energy. Now, 
Here's my last tips on if you get stuck or you can't get a sense of the energy or when you ask a yes or no question, you get yes, no, yes, no, or you get nothing. There's a couple things that could be going on. So the first two tools I want to give you for any of this for you is if you're getting a wonky or you're not getting or any of that, two things to pock and pod. And by pock and pod, I mean the clearingstatement.com. You pock and pod all your decisions, judgments, computations, conclusions, so DJCCs, and pock and pod all your Pez Juniors, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections. And here's how this goes. So if I'm asking a question and I can't get something clear, I go all my decisions, judgments, computations, conclusions, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections. I destroy it and create all of that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all my insurance, poison, beyonds. And then I'll ask the question again to see if I have more clarity. There is two other, one other thing that you need to get, ask yourself is, have I already decided what I'm going to do? This is huge. If you're not getting a clear thing, have I already decided what I'm going to do? And I'm using the questions to try to get validation for it. I see a lot of people doing this. They've already decided. And then they're asking questions to try to get validation for their choice. That doesn't work. And four, am I willing to ask a true question and follow what I get, yes or no? And really for that to occur, you have to be willing to let go of what you've already decided. And if you've already decided, go for it. See what it creates. Now, a few other things I just want you to know before I go that could be occurring if you can't get a clear yes or no. Some things that could be going on. One, you could have already decided what you're going to do. That's just something you need to acknowledge that you've done and go, okay, well, I've already decided. Am I willing to choose that, change that? No? Okay, cool. Go forward. Choice will create awareness. Number two, you could be a portal, a portal for other beings. When you're a portal, it's very confusing to get your awareness. So if you're a portal um, and you need an entity session, just message me. Three, you could be a multi, these are all entity things. You could be a multiple occupancy hotel, also an entity thing. Number four, you could have original occupants still in there, also an entity thing. And five, you could be being someone else. So if you're being your mom or being your dad or being your sister, not being you, it can be very difficult to get clarity on what choices will create more for you, okay? Now I know those last five things at the end are like, what, what, what? If they ping you and you need more information, you know, there's lots of resources and we'll make sure to include them in the blog. You can check out the Talk to the Entities book. You can check out a Talk to the G's class. I do entity sessions. Um, that can definitely be going on, but for the most part, you got to get that you can know, are you willing? And what would you need to start to practice in your life to get access to what it is you do know about what will create a greater future for you? If you get that studying the 10 keys to total freedom would create more for you, you can join us in the salon. That's the next book that we are studying actively. We start tomorrow. So that's crystaljoycrawford.com slash salon. Um, you are more than welcome. And otherwise, share this with your friends to torture them with choice. And uh, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com. 
and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.